All right, welcome back. Our uh, seven o'clock hour. Uh, we got a doctor coming up later in the hour to find out what's going on with our safety. Uh, Gardner Johnson. Yes, Al. Can you play with a broken rib? I mm. hope. I've it's seen hard, it uh, happen. It's hard to do. Move. Even bruised ones. It's hard to breathe. It's yes. hard, especially when you're playing. You can't broke. If it's broken, you can't. You can't. The- you well, they wear those flak jackets or something. Yeah, but if well, it, Al, it can... when we talked to our doctor at yeah. seven forty, he actually did. He was a wide receiver in college, and he played with played it. with broken because we were talking well, about ben, it during I'm the game. I'm going to assume he's going to tell an NFL player to get your ass out there. <laughs> I don't think so. If oh, I God. could do it, you could do it. We'll get that answer at eight o'clock. Don't miss this, guys. Mm-hmm. Our eight o'clock hour has the return of Ray Dittiger. He has a big, big special takes coming out on Fox Sports about him. And then Nick Sirianni at 845, where he will address not only how great his team is doing Mm -hmm. this year, but some of the problems that are bothering us a little bit. On the line right now is a man who explores those problems every day at WIP, our football expert, Elliot Jorbox. Hi, Elliot. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, Elliot. How should a Hurts doubter feel this morning? Well, if they're being honest with themselves, they should feel extremely lucky they were so wrong, right? I mean, this team is in this team is in a fantastic situation because of how much Hurts has improved. And I thought last night, you know, last year we debated almost after every game, like, could they have won this game without Jalen Hurts? They were running the ball, you know, to a certain extent the defense uh, was shutting down bad quarterbacks. I think there's been time and time again this year, but especially last night where that's why you pay a guy $45 million because what he did in really the whole game, but especially the first half, putting the team on his back when the passing game wasn't working, when the defense was struggling, keeping it close. Like, that's the difference between a quarterback that you go, all right, we can maybe win with this guy, and someone that you break your salary cap for. So people that were doubting him, and look, that was me for part of the offseason, they were wrong, flat out. He outplayed Aaron Rodgers in Sunday Night Football. It was incredibly impressive. As that first quarter was going, in which he set a record with 103 running yards in one quarter, Elliot, all I kept thinking is, is this a secret that he's a good runner? Because it did not appear that Green Bay was at all prepared for any of the runs that he did. How is that? How are they not ready for that? Yeah, it's funny. What I kept thinking was this passing game is broken and the Eagles are in trouble. Right? <laughs> like as, as impressive as it was watching him run around, I think the Packers were mostly probably okay with, all right, if you just want to run it a ton and we get to hit you at the end of every play – We'll take that and bet that you can't do it for four full quarters. And I didn't think they'd be able to, but I thought what really turned around last night was they, that when they had to, Hertz made some really big throws. You think about the touchdown throw to Quez, and the passing game really got going as it went on. But, yeah, early on, I, I agree with you. It almost looked like the Packers were fine to just let him run around and get hit. And I don't blame him. And, honestly, if moving forward this is what he's going to do, if he's going to run it 17 times a game, a team's going to drill him at the end of one of the plays, take the 15 yards, and, you know, hope he doesn't get up. All right, Elliot, but you've covered extremely popular Eagle players, and I've felt that the fan support for Hurts has been a slow build. It's been pretty steady, but it's been a slow build. Are they there now? Are people now looking at this guy and saying, wow, we got a superstar? Yeah, I mean, you're definitely seeing more number one jerseys pop up around the stadium during the pregame show. I think people are in on this guy, and it makes sense. You know, I I don't think with Jalen it was ever a personality thing. It was just a fair skepticism about whether or not he could improve as a passer. And now that he's done that, you've seen how much he connects to this city. I mean, his personality is probably the best personality I've covered in my time covering the team as a franchise quarterback. He's exactly what you want, right? He's incredibly calm. 
He is always the same. You, 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 never, you never have to guess what he's going to be like. But also, he's just an extremely likable, cool guy. And I think it's, it's been a long time, really, since this team had a franchise quarterback that was so likable. Yeah, it's very true. You, if you're not rallying around that young man, I don't know who you're waiting for. All right, let's get to some of the things that weren't so awesome, like the defense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and the defense, especially in the first half, yeah, there were some short fields, but they did not look like they had any sort of a plan here. Give me your assessment of the defense last night. Yeah, well, one guarantee is if I'm on with you at 7 a.m., the defense struggled the day before. I can guarantee <laughs> that. Okay, all right. <laughs> no, I, I thought there were a few problems uh, with, with the defense. One, I, I do think the short fields were part of it, and the special teams are becoming a bigger problem each week. If you're going to start the ball, you know, the 50 each drive, yeah, the, the defense is going to struggle. But I also thought the main issue was tackling, and that's something you've seen time and time again with this unit. A.J. Dillon, it took two, three defenders to bring him down each time he had the ball. And obviously with Derrick Henry coming in next week, that's a concern. The other, other issue I thought were breakdowns in the secondary, with Josiah Scott in there, Reed Blankenship. And yes, they're young players, but Avante Maddox is on IR. C.J. Gardner-Johnson might be heading to IR. So these are problems the coaching staff has to figure out because the secondary was a concern last night. All right, what, what's the deal? What's the latest word on Gardner Johnson right now, Elliot? Yeah, so I didn't. He was not in the locker room last night, which is which is never really a, a good sign. Even sometimes you'll see players who leave the game; they, they're in there hanging out, talking. I I didn't see him last night, uh, so you know he looked to be in a ton of pain uh, leaving the field. He was carted off. Another not good sign. So I know you have Sirianni at eight forty. My guess is they'll get more information. But it didn't look good, and they, backup safety is a major concern for them. All right, what about the big boys they brought in last week, Joseph and Sue? A Sue was inconspicuous last night, and Joseph made two tackles. Uh, yeah. Why were they less impressive last night than in the first game? Yeah, it was interesting. Going into the first game, uh, you know, there's a lot of concern of would they be, would they be ready. And I think to a certain extent, adrenaline probably carried them through the first game. It's probably now the five or six days after their first football game in nine months where they're going to come out and not be as effective. So I think this second game was where you were going to see more of the impact of them not having you know, a training camp and playing this year. So moving forward, I think they'll improve as it goes on and their body gets more used to it. The issue is, you know, again, Derrick Henry is coming into the link next week, and he's probably the toughest player in the NFL uh, to tackle and probably the most painful as well. So for two guys that haven't played for nine months, say for now two games, yeah, I think moving forward it's going to take them some time to adjust. What's wrong with special teams, Elliot? Oh, I think there's a, a lot of issues with it. I asked Sirianni this last night. He said players, you know, at times aren't in the right lanes. Um, he said, you know, that they have to coach it better. And I, I think that's, that's true. But, but I also think another problem is, this team doesn't emphasize special teams at the bottom end of the roster. I mean, around, you know, Chip Kelly uh, did it. You know, Andy did it. He would save guys on the roster that are specifically very good at special teams. They don't do that as much here. They, it's just not how they value it, and, and that's what happens, right? So uh, I think at this point, you know, it's just a concern that is going to be there the rest of the way. You can't flip the roster uh, enough where the players are going to all of a sudden become better at special teams. And it's clear 11 games in the scheme that they're coaching does not seem to be working. All right. One other thing got on my nerves. A.J. Brown. A.J. Yeah. Brown has become less a factor, Elliot, and he's given the ball up twice in two games now, and he's basically holding up and waiting for somebody to strip it away. 
Didn't they? Yeah. I thought they emphasized last week the ball security, and it didn't look like that. It, it it really sunk in. What's your read on AJ Brown right now? Yeah, he also did one of my favorite thing athletes do, where they go, well, "I'm not going to make an excuse," and then they proceed to make the excuse right afterwards. And yep. we talked about it last night. He was sick this week. He was. He missed practice. Seeing him in the locker room last night, you could see that he was. He has clearly been going through something the last few days. But he wasn't sick last week in Indianapolis, right? And the rest of the offense, as far as I know, is not sick. And they now have, I think it's up to seven legit turnovers in the last three games after I think only three in the first eight. So the turnovers have become a major problem. And, yes, A.J. Brown, you know, I I know a guy's not supposed to be perfect, but if you're going to be a $100 million receiver, you can't fumble the ball in back-to-back games. And he knows that. He said that last night. He said it's something he's going to emphasize. And he's playing his former team this week. Uh, You would think that'd be a motivating factor. But, yeah, the turnovers are probably, in my opinion, even with special teams defense, the turnovers are the biggest problem with this team right now. Yeah, and A.J. Brown will be – he seems like the kind of guy that needs a little extra. I think he'll probably have a big game against the Titans. Finally, Elliot, this is the only question I actually care about. Elliot Shaw Parks, was that game last night the final night game of the regular season for your Philadelphia Eagles? God, I hope so. I can tell you that much. But, no, I, I, I think that they'll get flexed. Uh, I think that they'll no. probably look at the, the no. Giants game will get flexed. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think they will. I think All we're right, going to so see more primetime Eagles. So it's going to be Titans at 1 next Sunday because the Cowboys are on at night, so they won't preclude that. And then you're saying the next game, the one where the Eagles go to the Meadowlands, you think yeah. that'll become a night game, Sunday night? Yeah, I do. Uh, I mean, you look at those media markets and, and the, how much that game's going to mean. Uh, there's never really a good time to select the Giants except this season. So I think there's a very good chance it will. Elliot Shore Parks.